Hello, friends, and welcome to the Almost Enlightened podcast, a show about whatever I want. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and as advertised in last week's episode entitled Freedom, I'm going to take today's episode on a new path. I'm going to try my hand at some role-playing. Now, before you get all excited, I won't be playing the role of a seductive actor or that of a superhero. No, instead, I'm going to channel something altogether different. Something that you see every day to which you give little attention. So here we go. I'm going to get myself in character. I'm almost there. And now I'm ready. Sarah and I were playing a game the other night. The game was called If I Were. The premise of the game is that you simply say any word after if I were, and then you make an observation as though you were the word you picked. And you've got to pretend that whatever you pick has awareness. For example, I picked the word fence and then said, if I were a fence, I'd border two different realities. But this morning, I got to thinking that my observation was more Alex-centric than fence-centric, if you know what I mean. In other words, the observation is something I would probably realize if I were staring at a fence. So then I truly imagined that I was the fence, and then imagined my posts being planted in the ground and anchored into the cement foundations. I imagined my parts screwed together and hanging on brackets a brace across the top of my timbers, and one at the bottom for extra support and to prevent buckling or shifting. I then thought of how interesting it would be to experience the difference between the world on one side of me and the world on the other side. The thing about a fence is that at some point it didn't exist. I suppose there are countless reasons to put up fences, chief of which I would imagine would be the delineation of a property boundary. But prior to a fence going up to delineate such a boundary, oftentimes there's only an imaginary line that serves as the border. But inevitably, people tend to favor their privacy and their space, and they build fences to protect that privacy and control those spaces. In a new subdivision, there's very little to distinguish the difference between two properties or two spaces. Sometimes there's just some grass and little else. But as soon as the fence goes up, a funny thing happens. A canvas of sorts is created. Boxes of land are created in which the owners have the ability to do, within reason, whatever they choose. Some people will put pools in their yards. Others will erect play sets. Some will plant gardens or trees. Others will build sheds. And some won't do a thing. But the yard becomes your creation. As a fence, watching the creation occur on both sides of me, it would be intriguing to watch what develops, what happens, and what those two pieces of land on either side of me look and feel like. Maybe on one side of me, there's constant laughter, parties, music, and family fun. Maybe on the other side of me, there's more solitude. Perhaps the sound of a child crying because her brother just blurted out one of her biggest secrets. What a difference between the two sides. Two sides that at one point looked almost identical. I'd begin to think about what exactly it is that creates these differences, and suppose that it must be the inhabitants that shape the look and the feel of their yards. 
That would seem pretty obvious. I'd wonder what stimulates people to do what they do. Being a fence with awareness, I'd assume that humans must have awareness as well. I'd marvel at their ability to move and to be able to create whatever they want and wherever they want. I suppose that fundamentally, I'd know that there is no difference between the two properties, one on each side of me. Regardless of what's on those properties, it's just space. I'd begin to understand that spaces can be filled with material and immaterial things. And I think I'd find that interesting. It's all just space or nothingness, sometimes divided into two, three, four, or even more spaces. But in the end, that's all it is. Just one big, empty space. It would be wondrous to see a new family come into the space and begin to transform it. Bulldozers might show up and begin moving and shaping the land. New gardens might be planted. Animals might get added. And new inhabitants would use the land in different ways than the previous owners. I suppose I'd begin to notice patterns that aren't dependent on these humans. For instance, after a few years, I'd probably notice the same cardinal returning to sit on my beams every spring and summer. I'd recognize many of the bird calls and begin to understand what they mean. I'd watch the trees grow over the years and admire the changing color of their leaves in the fall. I'd welcome their awakening in the spring, just like seeing an old friend again. All the while, I'd be aging. The sun would eventually take the color out of my lumber. The elements would begin to twist my boards. Some of my screws would start to loosen and fall out. Birds would defecate on me and the rain would wash it away. The wind would compromise my integrity and the moisture would invite fungus of all types. The kids would walk on me like a tightrope. I think I'd enjoy that. And the squirrels might dance across my beams. Hey, maybe that would tickle. And what of those squirrels? Perhaps it would occur to me that the squirrels arrived after the planted trees reached a certain size. I might begin to wonder if everything I see and everything I feel is the result of a cause. Like, are these squirrels in the backyard because the trees made a good home for them? Is the tree the cause and the squirrel the result? Huh. I might wonder if those causes were mostly human. Oh, and then something else might occur to me. After witnessing years of transformation in the boxes that people call property, after seeing years of growth and years of cycles, it would occur to me that the space itself always existed. I'd think back to that space before the pools, the parties, and the arguments. I'd remember a time when there wasn't a rabbit den under one of my posts. It would occur to me that as many new homeowners as I've seen come and go, everything is always changing, with or without their presence. I might begin to wonder if the result of everything I see and feel is perhaps not as anchored to a person or a season as I'd once thought. I might start to investigate, explore, and think about the space. The space seems to be the only constant. 
Heck, even before I was there, as a fence, there was space. Maybe there wasn't even any grass in the space before I got there. Maybe there wasn't even a house. It was just space. And if I didn't know any better, perhaps I'd muse about the possibility that the space is responsible for itself. Does the space create what it wants in its own space? That is to say, of itself? Is it the one that created everything? The grass? The trees? The houses? And even myself? The fence? I am confused. Is everything a reality? Is every yard its own reality? Every tree? Every plant? Every teeter-totter? Is everything I see a created reality? And created by whom? Or what? Was it all created by space? I'd realize that I must be part of that reality. I, the fence, am a reality. I am reality. So is everything around me. These are the things I would think if I were a fence. Perhaps one day a tree would fall in one of the neighboring backyards. How interesting. As the homeowner takes out his chainsaw to get rid of it, it would be a startling discovery to see that the inside of the tree looks identical to me. Am I a tree? I'd ask nobody in particular. I am a tree? Of course I am, I would think. What an oddity. What a discovery. I'd realize that I couldn't have come from that tree, so I must have come from another tree. I wonder where I'm from, I'd think. I'd wonder if I came from a forest, and what existed in that forest before the trees did. I'd reckon that there was always space there. So again, was I created by space? And if I was created by space, which is empty and vast and essentially nothing, then what am I really made of? What is the tree made of that made me? Are we all made of the same thing is what I'd be thinking as I look around. The basketball net, the brick walkway, the birdhouse, all created from the same thing? What a thought! Could it possibly be? Ever since I've been here, I've seen creation. It never stops. Even when the mouse got eaten by the owl, I witnessed the creation of new life from the pellet that the owl left. The only constant is creation. Am I crazy in thinking that space or nothingness creates everything? Oh, the things I would contemplate if I were a fence. Perhaps at some point, I'd hear the rumbling of a diesel-powered bobcat. I'd recognize it immediately, having seen it dig the foundation of the guesthouse a few years ago. Boy, it's awfully close to me. But wait! wait. Why, why are you knocking me down? H half of me is now lying in a bed of flowers. The other half of me is being knocked down too. My posts, anchored into the cement, are being snapped like the kids break twigs when they climb the apple tree. I am down. My view is shifting. 
And I'm seeing the side of the house as I move to the front of the house and get dumped into a gigantic waste bin. Is that a truck that's taking me away from the only home I can remember? Why am I suddenly thinking about that fallen tree and the chainsaw? Oh, I'm in and out of consciousness. This is, this is just too much. I'm dreaming now. And it's an odd dream. I'm on a hill surrounded by trees. And I remember falling. And then a chainsaw. I remember hearing the blade cut through me. I'm in pieces, but stacked neatly together. I remember a truck, a driveway, the sound of a radio, and people discussing how to put a fence together. Yeah, I'm, I'm being assembled, put neatly back together. And then I remember being one again. I wake up. It's dark, and I'm not who I used to be, though I still think like I used to. Look at me. I'm in a pile and there's wood all around me. The space created this, didn't it? What's next? Why does it matter? A few hours ago I was a fence. Now I'm something else, but I still feel like myself. What's to become of me? Does it matter? No, I guess it doesn't. I'm not a fence anymore, but I'm still me. How unbelievably interesting. More sawing. More noise. Large rolling presses. Gorgeous recycled paper, I hear someone say. Wow, look at me now. I'm thin, and there's a lot of me. Stacks of me. I've come to understand that I'm now paper. What a neat existence, nestled between so many sheets, all from my own being. What a neat feeling to be covered in crayon. What a cool feeling to be turned into an airplane. What a view from this glass house I'm in, hanging on a wall. What an environment I live in, filled with laughing children and joyous meals. So this is what the inside of a house looks like. I wondered, and now I know. Thank you, space. This is different. I think I like different. I could do this for a while. There's a real familiarity as I watch life unfold from this wall. There's always movement, always change. The people around me are growing and moving. And even I've been moved to a new wall with a new view. I like it here. Thank you, space. As the years go by and the dust accumulates on my glass house and it's dusted off occasionally, I begin to close my eyes and look within. There's a comfort in who I am. I'm eternally grateful to the space that's allowed me to see and experience so many things. There's a knowingness that I've probably done this a few times. Maybe a few billion times. It never gets old. Sometimes I dream about other things and begin to feel that these dreams are just as real as the faded crayon across my white plane. 
And these days, I wonder a little more about the space. It can't be nothing, can it? How can nothing create something? So is it everything? You can't fit everything into something. Maybe it's too great for me to understand. And then I ask myself a question. If space is a constant, and so are my thoughts, is there any way that we're one and the same? I don't know, but I reckon I've got a few more years on this wall to think about it. But does it really matter? Something tells me it doesn't. Something tells me that none of it matters. I'm just me, observing, traveling, shifting, moving, experiencing, feeling, and being. What else is there? Maybe there's an answer to that question as I perch on this wall. Maybe more is what else there is. Maybe more is who I am. Am I larger than I can imagine? Am I expanding so fast that I can't see it? Am I infinite change? And if I am, am I so used to that change that I don't even see it anymore? Is that what they call relativity? Is the change so constant that I don't notice it anymore? After all, everything around me changes, including my thoughts. Yet the essence of me is always here, never changing, just experiencing more. I suppose I am the space. I suppose I always was and always will be. I'm space. I'm not a fence or a piece of paper in a glass frame. They're what I see through. They're the vehicles through which I experience my thoughts. I am the single space that creates its thoughts, every one of which I experience. What a thought! What an experience! I want to make it clear to you, the listener of this podcast episode, that I'm now breaking from stream of consciousness. I'm back to being Alex, the host of the Almost Enlightened podcast. And it was an interesting podcast episode in which I indulged the imagination by taking on the form of offense. And if you didn't catch it, I eventually got bulldozed and turned into pulp and then paper, only to end up as a piece of art hanging in a frame on someone's wall. It was fun to follow the journey and imagine myself as the constant behind the morphing fence and behind the piece of paper. And I've wondered over the past little while if I'm not behind the human who's named Alex. The skin, the bones, and the brain are all temporary. In spite of every part of my body changing over the course of my life, the being behind the change has always been the same. I don't feel 46. I don't feel 16. I don't feel a hundred. I just am. I'm the space between my thoughts. But I will tell you one more thing. If I were to play this game again with Sarah, I think I'd change my phrase up just a tiny bit. I think I'd say, if I were a fence, I'd still be me. Hey, thanks for listening today. And always know that I appreciate you. Mm-hmm.